0: Do you feel stuck in repeat? Are you in a loop of missed opportunities, unmet goals, feeling stagnancy in your personal growth and a nagging sense of underachievement? I know you want more. That's why I'm inviting you to join our year in review private audio course, Pivot for More in 2024. Break free, design and live a life where you are winning at work and at home. You'll learn to celebrate your wins, learn from the losses, realign your life's goals with your true potential, and reignite your journey with a clear, powerful plan. Act now. Text PIVOT to one eight zero four nine one three two five seven nine. 913 2579 Make 2024 the year of no regrets. As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Welcome to the Engineer Your Success Podcast, where we provide tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. I want to welcome you to today's show, and I hope that you are having a fantastic week. Today, we're going to be talking about five proven strategies to supercharge productivity and beat burnout. A lot of what we're going to cover today comes from my life experiences, the experiences of my private clients, and content that we've talked about on past podcast episodes. If you are joining us for the first time, then welcome aboard. And if you are a regular listener, I want to thank you for your continued support. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave an honest review on your preferred listening platform. So let's get into today's show. I don't know anyone who consciously wants to burn out. In fact, most people have asked if they wanted to burn out would say no, and I mean an emphatic no. We live in a world where we are constantly trying to do more, be more, get more. Increasing productivity is often one of the ways that we can achieve the elusive quote unquote more. But listen, then. I want to let you in on a not so little secret. Productivity isn't just about getting more done. It's about getting the right things done in the right manner that keeps our well-being intact, getting the right things done while beating burnout. So here's a brief introduction to productivity and burnout. So in the modern work environment, we often glorify the hustle culture, a relentless push towards achieving more at the expense of personal well-being. However, true productivity isn't about getting more in less time. It's about doing the right task efficiently and effectively while maintaining your mental health and your physical health. So this delicate balance is where many of us struggle leading to burnout, which is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by prolonged stress. The quest to optimize productivity without a balanced approach can lead to a counterproductive outcome. Burnout not only hinders performance, but it also affects the quality of life. You've heard this said before. I've said it before. If you continue to pour from an empty cup, then you're going to wear yourself out. You cannot be on empty. Many of us don't recognize that we are on the path to burnout. I think it's important to spend a little bit of time defining burnout and its symptoms. We provided a brief definition earlier, but when I think about burnout, it's a state of physical, emotional and mental exhaustion caused by prolonged periods of chronic stress, often associated with work or caregiving responsibilities. It can manifest with a range of symptoms, which can vary from person to person. Some of the common symptoms of burnout include physical symptoms, chronic fatigue, low energy levels, insomnia, or disruptive sleep frequent headaches or muscle tension. When you look at some of the emotional symptoms, emotional numbness, or feeling emotionally drained. Another one is, and you may be able to relate to this, increased irritability and impatience, a heightened sense of anxiety or depression. Some of the cognitive symptoms are reduced creativity and problem-solving capabilities. You'll notice that you're increasingly doing more negative self-talk and self-criticism and that you're feeling overwhelmed and unable to prioritize your tasks. From a behavioral perspective, some of the symptoms are neglecting self-care and your personal needs, procrastination and avoidance of responsibilities, and just escapist behaviors such as excessive internet or television use. Now, in this world where we talk so much about productivity and increasing productivity, there are some productivity pitfalls that can lead to burnout. Number one is the pressure to perform. A high level of productivity often implies that an individual is consistently striving to meet or exceed their goals and expectations. This pressure to perform at high levels can, over time, lead to burnout if it's not balanced with the appropriate self-care and stress management. Another one is long hours and overcommitment. People who are highly productive, high achievers, high performers may sometimes work long hours, take on multiple responsibilities, or struggle to set boundaries. This overcommitment can contribute to burnout when sustained over an extended period of time. And if you'll notice in a lot of these, it's the sustained over an extended period of time that you'll hear. This one, number three, is perfectionism. A drive for increased productivity can sometimes lead to perfectionism, where individuals expect themselves to excel in every task or project. The fear of making mistakes in the constant pursuit of perfection can be exhausting, and that will contribute to burnout as well. Number four would be neglecting self-care. So in the pursuit of productivity, people may neglect self-care practices such as rest, relaxation, and recreation. This neglect can deplete your physical and emotional reserves that will do what? Possibly increase the risk of burnout. So one of the common threads that lead to burnout is that these activities take place over an extended period of time. So how do you improve productivity to beat burnout? So we're not going to spend a lot of time going through this in detail when this episode We've talked about some of these tools and techniques in past podcast episodes. One of the number one strategies that I would say people use to try to manage their task or manage their day is a task list. Now, there there is a school of thought that says get rid of the task list. There's another school of thought that says you focus on your top three tasks. And that's it. The rest you'll get to later. But if you want to improve your productivity and be burnout, you're going to have to find a way to master the tasks that you need to do. So we're going to talk about task lists here. But if you manage your tasks a different way, then it's all about mastering what you do and how you do it. So often we will find ourselves overwhelmed by the sheer volume of tasks that we face daily. It's not just about ticking off those tasks. It's about knowing which tasks merit your immediate attention and which one can wait. That's where this strategic prioritization comes into play. So one of the tools that I've walked through with my private clients is the Eisenhower Matrix, where you prioritize. It will help you prioritize your tasks really into four quadrants that's based on their urgency and importance. By using this matrix, you can focus on the most important and most urgent tasks first. Leading, This will lead to improved productivity and reduced stress because if you're focusing on what's important and urgent, you're really moving those things forward that need to move forward. Another thing with the Eisenhower matrix is when you're looking at those things that are not important, and not urgent, those are things that you may be able to delegate to someone else, or you can start a different list, kind of a parking lot of here are the tasks that I'm going to get to when all of these other important things are done. Uh, Another one is your strategic issues. So if you're looking at those issues that are not urgent, but are important, you do want to schedule some time in your day as you're blocking out time. We're going to talk a little bit about, about time blocking to tackle those tasks because it will help you to work on what truly matters. And that can prevent a burnout because you won't feel overwhelmed by what you have to accomplish. Another one is a two-list strategy. And now I, I don't know the truth of this. I heard this, I think I read this in uh, the book, Gary Keller's The One Thing. He talked about Warren Buffett's two list strategy, but essentially he would ask someone to write down the top 25 things that you want to do or that you have to do. And then he would, then the next step is that you will break that list into the top five and the bottom 20. And when asked what to do with the top five, it's, Hey, these are the things that you're going to focus on. Here's how you need to structure your day because these are the most important things that you need to accomplish. And when asked, what do I do with the bottom 20? The response is you throw it away because if you focus on those top five, then the bottom 20 isn't gonna matter. And so it's this two list strategy where you really try to focus in on what it is that you want to achieve. You wanna identify those things. So the strategy, that strategy helps you to prioritize your objectives, to focus on some of your most significant goals, and that can reduce burnout by avoiding spreading yourself too thin. This also encourages clear goal setting and it helps you to track progress. Another way that people master the task list is just the use of productivity tools. Whether you're talking about Asana, Microsoft to-do list, any of those tools, these productivity tools will help you manage and organize your tasks A little bit more effectively, you can get into the situation where you're using these tools to just continue to dump stuff in. But even if you are using the tools, the trick is to actually use the tools strategically to help you manage your tasks, not to just keep a running list of the things that you need to do. Now, there is room and space for you to do a brain dump. That's important too. But The tools in and of themselves that's not really the focus of those tools. Strategy number two in mastering your task list is more to do with how you, the tactic of getting the work done. And that is a one task at a time strategy. So there is science behind a focused approach to tasks. So focusing on one task at a time, also known as single tasking, can significantly improve your productivity. It reduces distractions and the mental strain caused by constantly switching between tasks. And every time you switch between tasks, you lose momentum, you lose focus because you're everything you've built up to that point, now you're switching and you have to catch yourself back up. So the, the single task approach allows you to complete tasks more efficiently and effectively. And that reduces the risk of burnout from multitasking which sometimes can cause cognitive overload when you're continually moving from further to further. For further exploration of this, you could look at deep work and time blocking techniques. So deep work and time blocking involve dedicated specific periods of intense uninterrupted work on a single task. So these techniques can help enhance your productivity by fostering deep concentration and preventing burnout caused by constant task switching and distractions. They also will help you allocate your time, both for work and rest. And allocating your time is another big one. You can look at a a third strategy, which is schedule for success and creativity. So there is a time management principle for peak productivity. So effective time management, such as prioritizing important tasks, which we've talked about, setting specific goals and creating a daily schedule. Those things can maximize your productivity. But by following these principles, you can help to accomplish more in reducing burnout. And by building in your creativity, think about the tasks that you have to accomplish. Think about the things that you want to do. Think about those things that give you energy and schedule those things. Put those things in your schedule too. It's not just about getting more done, but it's about getting the right things done effectively in a way where you can maintain your well-being. And so when you're doing that, you're going to incorporate strategic breaks into your schedule. Work that in. If you want to go for a 15-minute walk or if you want to spend some time in nature, build that into your schedule. You can use techniques like Pomodoro, which involves working for 25 minutes and then taking a five minute break. Those things have been found to prevent burnout and prevent mental fatigue, as well as boosting your productivity during those work intervals. And I would say, always, strategy number four is recharge regularly. If we think about the concept of sharpening the saw, the saw from Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It really Emphasizes the importance of self care and personal development, but regularly taking time for self care, exercise, relaxation, and skill development, those things can help improve your overall well being and prevent burnout. It really ensures that you are mentally prepared to handle the challenges that you face. I take it back to the concept of trying versus training. When you think about sharpening the saw, I think of that as a training activity. You are training yourself to be more resilient. You're training yourself to be able to take on those challenges that are coming up. And I would say, including in that training is just establishing your self-care routines and your well-being, put it in your schedule, those activities that you want to do, your hobbies, put time in there, put time in there, if, if Spending time with your family is important to you and helps you to recharge, Going to the park, put it in your schedule. Because for me, if it's not in the schedule, it's not getting done. And one of the things that we do with our clients is that when we're going through the engineer's blueprint for success is we will ask you, okay, what's really important to you? And then you tell us what is important, family, faith, all of these things that you value. But the next step in the process is we'll do a time audit. How are you actually allocating your time? How are you investing your time? If you're not investing your time in those things that are important to you, are they really important to you? And so think about this. So if you hear me and I say, put it on the calendar and I'm saying schedule it, it's because we invest time in those things that are important. And in fact, Our time is the most important resource that we have. It's the one resource that we cannot get back. We cannot create any more time, but we can find ways to use the time that we have more effectively and efficiently. And the last strategy that I want to bring up is just cultivating a supportive environment. Surround yourself uh, with a supportive environment, including colleagues, friends, and family. Because they play an important role in helping you beat burnout, whether it's you sharing your challenges or seeking uh, support when needed, or whether it is you giving support when needed. Because when you're giving and when you are serving others, that can help uh, reduce burnout as well. Incorporating these strategies into your daily routine can significantly enhance productivity while minimizing the risk of burnout it's essential to customize these strategies to fit your specific needs and circumstances. These practices help you manage stress, increase resilience, and maintain a balanced perspective, reducing the risk of burnout's physical and emotional symptoms. I want to thank you for joining this week's conversation. If you found it useful, again, please share it. As we really do want to help boost productivity while beating burnout, it, it makes no difference if you're able to increase productivity if you found that you are burned out. So next week's episode, it will be Structuring Success, Engineering a Path from Technical Expert to Business Leader. And I'm gonna talk about my journey from engineer to entrepreneur. And I am going to end this podcast episode like I in every podcast episode, and that is this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there is a select group of people that follow through, do it, and live the life of their dreams. It is my desire for you to be part of that select few. Be great this week. This is Dr. James Bryant, your guy for winning at work and at home. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it, and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success.